Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? Meanwhile, back at the halls of justice, Batman and Superman have an announcement. We've got important matters to discuss. Superman? Lex Luthor and Bill Gates have teamed up. They want to launch a rocket to block out the sun. So let's get this thing moving. Thanks, Superman. As you all know, we had to let Wonder Woman go after the woke FAA grounded the invisible jet because Diana was able to define a woman. So, we have a new member of the Justice League. Her superpower is, uh, well, a microphone. But she's also raising five boys and Brock in a Democrat neighborhood. She's so badass, she doesn't even want a real cool superhero name. So, Justice League, please give a warm welcome to Wendy Bell. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program on the clocks. Remember, you can download Wendy Bell Radio, our podcast, as we inch ever closer to 1.5. One and a half million downloads of the podcast. That is so giant, and we're so grateful. Wendy Bell Radio, like us, download us, share us, follow us, five-star review us, be part of the family. We're so delighted and honored to be with you. I think one of the more obnoxious lies that uh, that the administration has pushed out, and I'm not going to torture you with the mashup of them all saying the border is secure or blaming Republicans or blaming Trump. Um, you know, the, the issue is something changed very dramatically on January 20th, 2021. And it changed dramatically on purpose. We had a president who wasn't his choice. It was Barack Obama. Shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. See, these people want to get rich. Tapping into oil and natural gas in other countries. And the information coming out about the Biden crime family is really sordid and so disappointing. And so criminal and treasonous. We want to starve you of this precious natural resource. This liquid and, and, you know, liquid gold, essentially, which we have underneath our feet. We're going to shut it off. And we're going to punish you. We're going to punish you for all of the products that are made with these, with these uh, petroleum products. We're going, to, we're going to punish you. We're going to force you in a different direction that's unsurvivable. It's, uh, it's untenable. And we're going to do it on purpose. We're going to make life for you suck. And then we're going to blame Donald Trump because he's our whipping boy. And we're going to open up the border. We're going to take down, stop constructing, and actually de- Demolish certain segments of the of the border so that we welcome in whomever we want. And who we want is anybody from 160 different foreign countries. And we're going to blame Donald Trump for this as well. It's so obvious. It's so purposeful. The lies are empty. They are predictable. And I'm so tired of it. Aren't you so tired of it? So when I saw this report, House Republicans released report showing shockingly few deportations under Biden. I started getting interested. Before we get into this, I want to go back in time. This is just a couple weeks ago. It was late September. 
You got Hank Johnson, moron from, where is he, Georgia? Correct. Moron. Okay? I Literally. They're, they're, I have very few words for dumb people. He is king of the dunces. He's going to say to you something about asylum and about illegal migration. And he's going to allege, and this is what so many people have said on the left, that what we're doing is humanitarian, right? People are fleeing persecution. Oh, they're going to come here to America. Oh, doesn't it make you feel good? It's like the idiots in your neighborhood, the liberals with the signs that try to show how good they are, even though they're all being played, right? I want you to hear Hank Johnson in the halls of Congress. I think he's talking to Jackie Heinrich from Fox. Listen. 10,000 a day migrants crossing into the U.S. illegally. At what point would this become an invasion? Well, they're not crossing into the U.S. illegally. Uh, They're not. They're seeking asylum. That's what he says. They're seeking asylum. Well, a new report from Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee has found. You ready for the number? How many do you think have been released into the U.S.? From January 2021, so right when he took office, until this past March, who were released into the country, who ended up staying in this country because, you know, it really wasn't asylum. They just wanted to come here. What percentage? More than 99% of illegal immigrants released into the United States from January 21 to March 23 under Joe Biden ended up staying in the United States. You know, they tell you, oh, no, no, we deport people who aren't supposed to be here. We've got a system and we're going to, you know, they have supposed to appear. Really? Is giving somebody a cell phone with an app on it to say, pretty please, would you show up to your court hearing? Does that sound like security and organization and control of the border? Of course not. So this report from the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Immigration, Integrity, Security, and Enforcement details how little deportations have taken place under Joe Biden and says that few of those released into the U.S. were actually screened for persecution claims, the basis of their asylum claim. The report said the total number of illegal immigrants released into the U.S. during the time in question was 2,148,000 738 and that over 204,000 were released through quote illegal categorical categorical parole programs this is just another fancy way of letting people in because that's what they want Joe Biden and all these people Barack Obama wants as many people from as many foreign governments as possible come on in remember who's doing this for you vote for us yes but hey all you young military age dudes We've got our eye on you. And you think to yourself, that wouldn't be possible. Our government would not allow, invite, entice, incentivize young, fighting age men to come to this country. What on earth would they be coming here to fight? Oh, I don't know. You and me. 2,148,738 Hmm. The report called the Biden border crisis new data and testimony show how the Biden administration opened the southwest border and abandoned interior immigration enforcement was released by Jim Jordan. Now, some of this stuff is really disgusting. And this is what I want to get to for you. 
All right. I printed it out. There's a large, it's like 61 pages, this report. All right. The border release numbers. Uh, right now, we're sitting at about 6 million, if you believe the numbers, because that doesn't take into account the known gotaways. If you believe of the 6 million people, the border release numbers do not include unaccompanied alien children who were transferred to the custody of the Department of Health and Human Services. So the Department of Health and Human Services has absorbed in some capacity all sorts of children who were sent here by their parents, who were sold the fake story that this cartel member or somebody else, this coyote, uh, you know, travel advisor, is going to get them from point A to point B. It's going to cost you all this money. We're going to rape your child along the way as many times a day as possible. You're not told that. It's going to be the worst experience of their lives. And then when they get here to the United States, we're going to create this rosy picture that they're being put with foster families or they're going to be put with known relatives somewhere in the interior and that all will be hunky-dory. I'm sure, I'm sure, nothing could go wrong, right? In fiscal years 2021 and 2022, you ready for this? There were 249,304 unaccompanied alien children transferred to HHS custody, with an additional 93,000 transfers in just the first 10 months of this fiscal year. That's a total, my friends, of 341,802 unaccompanied children who came here who endured unspeakable God knows what, the mom and me can't allow me to go there, to be, come on in, darling, and then to be sent somewhere in the interior of the United States. Well, who's keeping tracks, track of these people? No one. What are these kids doing? Who knows? You just heard John Kirby say he has absolutely no idea. 151 known terrorists stopped at the border. How many more? Well, you know what? We do have intelligence. We just really haven't taken the time to look at it, he says. It's been super busy. I mean, we've had so many other things. Climate change that we've been worrying about. And so this whole thing at the border, which we inherited from Donald Trump. Congressional Republicans are responsible for that. Do you guys have a full stop when it comes to kids? Because I do. Where are they? Where did they go? The New York Times even blew open a story of 85,000 unknown whereabouts of these kids. Where are the other 300,000? Where is the outrage? Where are the people asking questions? Where's the media demanding accountability? Where's anything? How can I be the only one who's worried about these people? They are going to be abused. They're going to be put into terrible work situations. They're going to be housed in cramped trailers in the middle of Nowheresville, Ohio, and Indiana, and Maine, and Massachusetts, coming to a restaurant near you or a hotel at the age of 12. They will work 10, 12, 14-hour days. And then what will happen to them at night, do you suppose? Because I, I think we all know. And this is by design by your government.
So America the beautiful, I beg your pardon. I'm going to say America the corrupt. This is all a money-making scheme, ladies and gentlemen. It is the biggest money maker in America. It eclipses the drug trade, and that was pretty sweet for a while. But the human collateral, now that is where you make your cash. Don't go anywhere. We're back in just three minutes on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You don't want to think that your government's in bed with terrorists, do you? I don't. Do you doubt it? I don't. How about this? Never before seen this particular news source. Middle East Monitor. It's called Memo. MiddleEastMonitor.com. Here's your headline, and I'm shocked and embarrassed to tell you it's a few days old, but better late than never. Here's the headline. Under the radar, U.S. approves the release of $75 million in aid to Palestine. Wow, $75 million in aid to Palestine. In a quiet move bypassing Republican obstructionism. That means common sense people saying, what the hell are we doing giving money to to state-sponsored terror? U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has approved the release of $75 million in crucial food assistance for Palestinians. This was just hours before the funds were set to be redistributed elsewhere. This was also just hours before that pre-dawn raid, right, in Israel. This is so weird how this works. Blinken's decision came after months of pressure from Democratic lawmakers and dozens of civil society groups who warned that blocking the aid would create a humanitarian disaster for over one million Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank. You know who's having a humanitarian disaster? Maui! East Palestine! How about areas here in the United States where people are broke and don't have food to eat? How about the hundreds of thousands of people who have no bed because they're homeless? Right? How about our homeless veterans? How about that kind of aid, Anthony? Dirtbag. The aid had been held up by Republican senators who are said to be seeking to use the funds as leverage for political concessions. Well, we could do something with it like that, but nah, thank God we've got Anthony Blinken there to say, here, Palestine, here you go. Regardless of your views of anything geopolitical, Senator Jim Risch and Representative Michael McCall, the top Republicans on the Senate and House of Representatives Foreign Relations Committees, have said since late July they've been blocking the State Department from providing the funds to the UN's Palestine Refugee Agency. It's sort of like USAID, you know, the feel-good money to go to, you know, tweaking viruses and all that sort of stuff. So interesting, isn't it? Rich led legislation alongside 13 other Republicans in February, seeking to have the U.S. halt all funding for this UNWA. It's the United, blah, 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 whatever the acronym stood for. I just lost it. Sorry. The organization thanked Blinken for the funds that will sustain its food distribution through early 2024. Thank you for providing $75 million in food assistance to Palestine refugees in Gaza. This generous support from the American people. Well, do you need any more? Do you need any more? 
Your government is not pro you. Go ahead, Brock. Meanwhile, people are struggling with the prices of food right here at their local grocery store. U.S. sent $221 million to Palestinians in Obama's last hours. That's the Associated Press. Interesting. Officials say the Obama administration, in its waning hours, defied Republican opposition and quietly released $221 million to the Palestinian Authority that GOP members of Congress had been blocking. Who's on the side of what here, friends? A State Department official and several congressional aides say the uh, uh, outgoing administration formally notified Congress it would spend the money Friday morning. This is, of course, back in 2021. This was January 23rd, excuse me, of 2017. A State Department official and several congressional aides telling Congress it's going to spend the money. The official said former Secretary of State John Kerry Interesting how these clods keep recirculating in our history of suck. Had informed some lawmakers of the move shortly before he left the State Department for the last time Thursday. Oh, goody. The aide said written notification dated January 20th was sent to Congress just hours before Donald Trump took the oath of office. In addition to the $221 million for the Palestinians, the Obama administration also told Congress it was going ahead with the release of $6 million in foreign affairs spending, including $4 million for climate change. Hell, that's pocket change now. It's in the tens and hundreds of billions, right? Baked in all of those omnibus bills that Kevin McCarthy wanted to keep going and going and going. Though he says now that there's problems and tensions in the Middle East, he's ready to serve again. Really? You can trust me, he says. Uniparty, scumbags, spending your money, giving it to people you might not agree with. How about your money stays with you? Just think, your grandkids are paying for it. Yeah, now you know why I'm hot. Do not go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. I have a new candidate for scumbag of the day, and it's former President George H.W. Bush. You know that little... Energy star thing on your appliances? Yeah. Wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, I remember being a a young journalist when the energy star scam started. So this, this whole climate change nonsense, which Joe Biden is going to tell you, is more of a threat to society than that of nuclear war. Literally said that. That is the story. That is where they've put all of their eggs. That is the basket of suck. That is what they're dragging along, that climate change. Which, of course, we could say it a million times. How many hundreds of scientists have joined together and said, stop. Just stop with the lies. Stop with the farcical data. Stop with the, with the bloviating, blowhard meteorologists being like, oh my gosh, it was so hot today. It's crazy. That's what summer and late summer and early fall are like, right? It's so patently idiotic, and we all know. And so the problem is, of course, we're left with zero faith in institutions that at some point we might need to be able to trust, but I don't. Do you believe anything that comes out of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention? I don't. They lied to us. They lied repeatedly. They manipulated data. They changed the rules. 
They changed the definitions of words. They changed the definition of the word vaccine. I mean, really? It's so patently idiotic. They changed, of course, how coroners and medical examiners were to report COVID deaths, even if they weren't COVID deaths. Make sure it says COVID death so we can tell everybody, oh my goodness, everybody's dying. You better go protect yourself. And fear works. And they knew that. So this cl- They've been greasing this climate change nonsense for a long time. And again, I'll go back to my monologue. I blame all you liberals out there for allowing this to get so out of control. Look, you want to see people care about the earth? Talk to any farmer in this country. Farmers know that they've got to treat the land and their livestock, their livelihoods with the utmost respect and concern so that the crops come back so that the earth can regenerate itself, right? We don't just randomly, indiscriminately not recycle. You do your part, nobody's watching, you're not asking for an award. But we all have a role to play and we all play it. But this whole energy star nonsense started, and I had no idea, started decades ago with no demonstrable proven science behind it just like climate change. It was an effort to make you do something that was expensive, that would line some pockets, not yours, and then package it in some kind of a social do-goodery to make the pain of the price seem more palatable. Here's your story. Naturalnews.com. Energy Star Appliance Program exposed as a massive pay-to-play scheme tied to the UN. Does the UN do anything that doesn't suck? Why are are we part of this? And thank goodness for Donald Trump, who was like, how about y'all get out your own checkbooks and start paying your fair share because the United States is tired of being in the bank account for every sniveling leftist do-gooder policy program and group of people known to man. I don't know about you guys. I could use a few extra bucks in my account. How about, how about you, right? Here's your story. 31 years ago, then President George H.W. Bush created the Energy Star program, a certificate of quote, energy efficiency scheme that you've probably noticed emblazoned on at least one of your home appliances. Well, it turns out that the Energy Star, like most things in the United States, is a total scam. The very concept of, quote, certified energy efficiency is a myth that hinges on another myth known as climate change, which back in 1992, when the Energy Star program first began, was more often referenced as global warming. That didn't stick, right? So a money-making scam that serves to tighten the noose on American freedom fell under the auspices of Energy Star. When Papa Bush first launched Energy Star, his regime claimed that government scientists had somehow developed new technologies to reduce electrical consumption in consumer products. The problem is, of course, that these alleged scientists never published any actual evidence to back their pie-in-the-sky claims. If you don't believe me, 
You don't trust science. <laughs> well, at least we agree on one thing, Fauci, right? How are you ever going to trust these idiots again? Science. Really? Quote, as the government made extraordinary claims about their new premium priced brand, very few knew it was supposedly part of a voluntary program, explains Connor Coughlin, writing for Lid Blog, whatever that is. That was simply not true. The Energy Star brand has been mandated for use by the government since early 1993, and the program had connections to the U.N. since day one. Literally, is there anything that these morons aren't a part of that's not a money-making scheme for them that doesn't screw you? No! But hey, at least there's 380,000 unaccompanied migrant children somewhere around us being abused that nobody cares about. Fantastic. From the start, Bush lied about what Energy Star even was. It was never a strictly government program designed to benefit the public interest. Instead, it was created in such a way to enrich the 1% while destroying the lives and liberty of everyone else. Hey, liberals! You paying attention? Stop falling for this nonsense. Bush was a hack. So was his son. The science behind it came from foreign sources using what Conklin describes as a multi-agent system known only to a few high-level globalists. The multinational corporation that was chosen to be an authorized energy star provider is South Korea-based Samsung. When Bill Clinton became president after Bush's reign of terror, he passed an executive order mandating that every subdivision of the government purchase only EPA-approved products with an Energy Star label and approval, which, again, to go back to the beginning, means nothing because it's not based on any science. It's a bunch of losers who want to believe that they're special, being bribed by morons in government to say... The science is decided. You know, like climate change, global warming is the biggest existential threat to humanity, according to Joe Biden. Right. When considering the EPA's delusional energy-saving claims, the media supplied their own subjective judgment. They were getting paid well to portray their business partners as the UN's protector for the world's poor and downtrodden. In a process that is literally known as virtue signaling. Bing, 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 bing. Unfortunately for Americans, the Energy Star program is still evolving to become an even worse threat to the country. Just this year, the Environmental Protection Agency, this is the same group, you know, <laughs> that went to East Palestine and said that the water was cool. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Don't worry, just breathe in a lot of the air. You're going to be just this year, the EPA issued a media release stating that the program has now, quote unquote, advanced to include a new energy management system for so-called smart homes that will supposedly help Americans to save energy, money, and of course, the climate. Salt <laughs> suck. Suck, suck, suck. Now, since Energy Star at its very inception forced the country into the United Nations Agenda 21 development plan, Bush was, of course, a former Central Intelligence Agency director. It only makes sense for the program to continue morphing into the wealth redistri redistribution scam it always was. The UN Agenda 21 development plan is all about 
forcing rich industrialized nations to pay the UN to protect poorer nations. Oh, it feels so good. All the while, those running the show are funneling as much cash into their own pockets as possible while everybody else gets poorer. If they say it saves energy or provides more efficiency, chances are it's a money-making green scam. And by the way, there's a link to more information and you're going to love the website. You ready? Greentranny.news. <laughs> Ouch, that hurts my stomach. <laughs> so is anybody surprised? Right? I told you about this stupid thing about getting a new stove. I had to hire a guy to come into my house and change the plug because they needed to change the plug for what reason? To screw you! If we make a modification for all of these, we can up the price by thus and such amount of money and screw the consumer who then has to hire a stupid electrician to come into their house, not a stupid electrician, but an electrician to come into their home and retrofit the plug that used to be a typical (laughs) plug to make it one of those angular ones, like the dryer in your house. Now that's your stove. See, government exists to get rich and screw you. Government doesn't exist to protect us. Government doesn't exist to help us achieve. Government doesn't exist to to keep our children safe, to help them become better educated thought leaders of tomorrow. Government doesn't exist to do anything other than suck off of your bank account and enrich itself. And then when caught in a scheme, it is amazing how these wars pop up in certain areas, which is, of course, another money-making scheme because nothing says money and profit like the industrial, military, and war complex. Churning out new equipment to fight the enemy, which, of course, we've been funding the whole time. So, whom do you trust? I don't trust anybody. When was the last time you were able to go online and Google something or search for something and actually receive some kind of a result that was believable or wasn't dripping with liberal bias or wasn't just blatant government propaganda masquerading as quote unquote news? So the next time you see Energy Star, you can do a little fungu to it and say, really, you suck. George Bush, so did your son, so did Bill Clinton, so did Barack Obama, so does Joe Biden. One person who doesn't seems to be the one who's been telling us the truth the whole time. Donald Trump. Isn't that a kick in the pants? All right, don't go anywhere. So a little problem for Tesla and this whole EV car charging nonsense. (laughs) I wonder if that has anything to do with the green tranny. <laughs> Wait for it. It's so it's really so good. It's so good. And uh, and you deserve it because we love you. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the Wendy Bell Radio program. Tell me what's on your mind. I think it's so interesting that Joe Biden's first job was to turn off the 
gas spigot, the pipeline spigot here in the United States, as he and his crime family work to seal deals with China to tap into maybe Iran's oil and natural gas, maybe that in Russia, maybe that here in in America. Why not sell natural gas leases and whatnot to your Chinese compatriots? Because that's what they did, right? So screw you, make it harder for you, push some green climate nonsense, which we know is bogus bogosity. And then and then when headlines like this come out, oopsies, the largest Tesla charging station in America is powered by diesel. <laughs> and it's not alone. This is from America First Report. I got to I got to read this to you comes from the epic times too tesla's biggest ev supercharger station in the united states uses diesel power to charge vehicles according to an energy expert who confirmed that these types of diesel powered stations are present elsewhere as well why ever is that oh i don't know because the the entire concept is stupid and our system isn't set up to manage it duh right During an October 6th interview with Epic TV's Crossroads program, energy-related public public policy analyst David Blackman was asked whether Tesla's Harris Ranch EV charging station in California runs on diesel power. Yeah, in part, he replied. The San Francisco Chronicle did an expose on it. They found that this charging station has 98 high-speed Tesla chargers. There's a diesel generating plant located behind the Shell station that's adjacent to the chargers. And it is providing the power. (laughs) Oh, wait. So, like, the fossil fuels actually do work. And you're using them to create a farcical facade of EV electric chargers that are not charging anything electrically. They're being charged by diesel. What? At least maybe the grid can cover it now. Mm. People think, I guess they think that the power comes from just the sky or something, he says. No, we don't. But something has to generate the electricity that enables those chargers to recharge those batteries. And Tesla operates this charging station and decided they needed these diesel generating plants. And they strategically located it behind the Shell station where nobody can see it. Mr. Blackbum spent 40 years in the oil and gas industry, senior contributor to Forbes magazine, writes and comments frequently on energy issues, probably knows what he's talking about. Harris Ranch is one of Tesla's first supercharger stations. On its website, the Harris Ranch Resort describes the facility as, quote, the world's largest Tesla supercharging station. When asked whether diesel-powered EV charging stations are common, Mr. Blackmum said that he had previously found one such station at a supermarket in Houston five years, six years ago. A grocery store manager told him a diesel generator powered the charger. I went and looked at it. He took me out there to see it. Every time a car pulled up to recharge, that diesel generator came on and provided the power for it. So all of you liberal, tree-hugging, do-gooding, climate change wackos who are being so bent over and have been since George H.W. Bush. How do you like me now? Mr. Blackman pointed out that the EV industry is going through, quote, a lot of growing pains. (laughs) And that the proper infrastructure to support electric vehicles is just not there. Really. 
Tesla's way out in front of all these other car makers in the EV space, he says, here in the United States. And it's doing whatever it needs to do to ensure electricity goes to these charges so that the drivers in California, its biggest market for Tesla and their automobiles, you know, they want to make sure that they can charge their cars as they're driving through the Central Valley. And yeah, the diesel generators are doing the job. All of you people out there with your cute little plugs outside. I'm such a good person. I'm saving the earth. No, you're not. You're getting boned. In 2021, Tesla claimed that all of its superchargers would be 100% powered by renewable energy by the end of that year. What? When the outlet contacted Tesla to comment on the Harris Ranch supercharger's use of diesel, the company didn't respond. At the Harris Ranch Resort, San Francisco, Gate tried unsuccessfully to use the Teslab app. It's a free app that can track energy sources used at Tesla superchargers. Spokesperson later told the outlet that the energy being used at Harris Ranch consists of, quote, a mix of sources that are attached to the grid. See, we just call that diesel. Diesel isn't a mix. Diesel is diesel. Nearly all the superchargers, homes, businesses, etc. in California are using those same sources of energy unless they have their own dedicated solar or theoretical energy contracts. Guys, is anybody surprised by this? Of course you're not. Anytime the government gets all hot and bothered with its boxers in a bunch, hair on fire, oh my God, it's the only way. We're melting the earth. Not cyclical changes and you know, what happens with the seasons, right? Whenever the government pants on fire as you, you know you're getting screwed. And then you know, as you look at your neighbor with the Black Lives Matter sign, right, in your yard, all are welcome here. Science is real. Love is love. You can just shout over the fence. And you're getting screwed. Good luck with that. Hey, there's a sale at Home Depot on Energy Star Appliances. You guys should totally get there. (laughs) It's so idiotic. And yet people fall for this. Day after day after day. Well, I'm going to do my part. And then um, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to take a selfie. And I'm going to make that my new profile picture. Here's me with my new dryer. Click. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It shouldn't be this easy or this much fun. Hey, did you guys hear this? That guns actually work? Oh, yeah, they do. Because Israel is now making some changes because they realize that. Oh, boy. Wait for it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 